0: God damn it! Why weren't you recording recording that? Because I wasn't. Well, I will repeat this. Caleb has vocal exercises where he sings "Define Gravity" from Wicked. At least the previous moments weren't
1: completely lost. <laughs> but I don't sing that song because I can't sing it anymore. It's out of my range. No,
0: what Caleb does is he 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 sits Indian style and he goes me me, really me, me 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 <laughs> me.
1: That's really racist, Connor. Okay, well. And if you're going to do vocal exercises, professional singers know that you do not sit down. You have to stand up.
0: Right, to let your diaphragm or whatever the fuck.
1: Yes, did you take chorus in in school?
0: I did not, Caleb, because I wasn't a fuckboy like you are. Okay, that's that's rude.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't take chorus either, but uh, yeah, too far. (laughs) Yes.
1: This is cut to... A reality internet radio show. As always, I'm joined by Connor. Hi. And today we're joined by Devin Meenan from Twitter. Glad to be on here. Uh, Devin, you can follow him at 1984 Starscream. Was it Starscream
2: 1984? Uh, it's 1984 Starscream. Okay. Right, a Transformers reference.
1: Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, Devin is a member of the subgroup the self proclaimed well, I guess you, you guys kind of in- inherited it
0: really from the original movie twitter
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I, I just kind of fell, I, I just kind of fell into it caleb, caleb and I were in the original group,
1: yeah it, it wasn't you know it was really um what four or five of us,
0: well, if you include Charles and Alex as actual human beings okay. I'm not sure I do, I think Caleb does. <laughs> I, no,
1: I cut ties with them, remember? <laughs> right. Right. I wrote that whole statement. And I applaud your decision. Thank you. Thank you. Um, today, we're, we're going to talk about uh, the Ant-Man trailers that were released earlier in the week. I say trailers because there were two. One was an official trailer. The other was a fan edit, which kind of made the trailer, quote-unquote, better. Um, some people seem to think that it's better. I personally think it's worse. Uh, but Connor, I have to
2: agree with that. I, I didn't. I didn't think it was better either. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So why don't we start with the official trailer, uh, Connor? You've had very strong feelings on it. Why don't you go ahead and tell us, you know, what you
0: think again? I, I wouldn't call it strong. Um, it's just how I feel. You know, when I when I talked about my reaction to the trailer on Twitter Tuesday night, I had people tweeting at me saying that I was being negative because I was just butthurt hurt that Edgar Wright left the project, which is the farthest thing from the truth. I um, it I, I have never cared. I mean, it, it was sad when Edgar left, but it really didn't faze me. And quite honestly, it I wasn't even being negative. I. I liked the trailer. It was okay. It served its purpose as like a first look. But did I think it was really good or amazing? No, I didn't. But I thought what I said on Twitter wasn't even really that bad. I think I said something like, oh, I'm surprised the trailer wasn't more funny given the character's campiness. And then someone's like, you're just being negative because Edgar Wright left. And no, I I don't think I was being negative. I just was talking about how I – how I reacted to the trailer and I think um, I don't think the recut trailer is better but the official Marvel release trailer is definitely the most serious uh, it starts off serious it um, it only shows a little bit which I kind of anticipated I mean they only finished shooting a month ago I knew we weren't going to get a lot of action um, but I mean it was okay I it definitely wasn't my favorite piece of marketing that marvel's released but um i think it it, it at least shows that this film maybe can be good it, it, that it's maybe not going to be a hot mess um i just read the entertainment weekly article and i mean peyton reed seems to be doing an okay job he seems to understand what's at stake here so yeah it was a fine trailer i really don't have any super strong opinions on it uh, Talk to me when they release a few more trailers and we get a better grasp on what this film's really going to feel like.
1: Before yeah. we go over to Devin's thoughts, I just want to make one, a comment. Uh, you said that people were saying that you were just being negative because of uh, Edgar Wright leaving. My whole thing is, I think people are, are posers, they're not real fans of Edgar Wright. <clears throat> yes. You know, personally i'm not i mean i only like i only truly like one of his movies and, that is what? Yeah, and that's what? really? yeah that's scott pilgrim hey, wow. versus the world how, how, oh, how dare wow. you yeah so everyone who's I, I, saying that you know i think i
2: find Shaun of the dead slightly overrated but i still enjoy it my favorite of his is probably hot fuzz uh, yeah
1: it. hot fuzz was good i liked but i mean i'm not a mega fan of edgar wright i mean it's not like he's like the savior of cinema or something uh, i don't Ryan believe he's one of my favorite
2: directors but i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't say he's the savior of cinema
1: right yeah. as everyone's treating him as yeah. like oh just because he spent 10 years developing a movie and then all of a sudden you know he just walks away i mean that's not you know that that happens all the time i mean you know people work on movies for 20 years and they get shelved you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know that, that's just the way the business works and uh, for, for people to say that, oh, you're just you're just mad because Edgar left. No. I mean, the trailer wasn't that great. Um, the movie suffered from development you know issues from the beginning. So, I mean, can we really expect a great film? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know. Uh, Devin, why don't you go in and give us your thoughts on the f- official Ant-Man trailer? Official, okay.
2: I have to agree with Connor's thoughts for the most part. I thought it was okay. Nothing special. Nothing remarkable. Maybe six out of ten. It. I kind of. After the. At this point, I'm kind of convinced the film will be good, not great at best. Maybe mm-hmm. Iron Man two level quality. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to. I. One thing I don't agree on is you guys don't really seem to be that disappointed that Wright left the project. I was actually very disappointed by that. He was the main reason I was interested in this project, in this film. And when he left, I was very disappointed. Um, and when Peyton Reed was announced, I was very, I was even more disappointed by that because I looked at his filmography and saw nothing that would indicate he'd be good for this film. (laughs) Uh, but, um, and basically I was viewing this trailer as a chance to get me excited again, and in that aspect, it kind of disappointed me. I'm still not particularly excited for the movie. Like, the Age of Ultron trailer, that blew me away. That got me even more excited for the movie. This Ant-Man trailer didn't even compare to that trailer for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah.
0: I would have to absolutely agree. When I saw um, Age of Ultron, I was um, blown away, uh, not by the trailer at whole, but what the style was, and I was excited to see Josh go a little bit more uh, serious and, and see these characters falter and and go through this, this arc of this just crazy computer madman destroying the world. Um, but... I, I have to agree. I, when I clicked on the trailer and started watching it, I was like, okay, this is a chance to get me back into the film and get me hyped again. And it really didn't do that. I mean, again, it wasn't bad at all. I don't think anyone can call this an awful trailer. It's just, perfectly serviceable. That's basically all I can say. It's 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 acceptable. But when you compare it to what Marvel has released in the past, it just it just falls short because I don't know who cut this trailer, but... All the footage was fine. Just the way it was presented is what, what, yeah. the tra- what you know made the trailer suffer the most.
2: And I thought the Michael Douglas's narration, some lines of it, were kind of very hard, cheesy and hard to take mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, that's what. Especially like with. the "You can be the Ant Man" like that was supposed to be like presented as some sort of epic line. It, they it, were the, just they, the way the Ant Man that you can't that just there's well, an inherent comicness to that that you can just can't take.
0: I I thought Marvel was trying to pull another Guardians cuz like in in a few of the Guardians trailers you had him being like I'm Star-Lord, Star-Lord, and then the guys like who? And they kind of did that they kind of tried to do that here when when Michael Douglas was like you can be the Ant-Man and he's like huh. I just I just don't think it worked as well. Maybe yeah. if the music background was different maybe it could have just been constructed better but it, it, it's weird it's like marvel one marvel was like all right we we gotta show the the general public that this is you know a campy character but let's let's have the first trailer be serious i just i don't understand do, do they not know how to market this are they like do we market this as serious or do we market this as tongue-in-cheek
2: i'm worried yeah uh that's another thing maybe the film will try to uncom. Uncomfortably blend those two styles together and it won't come together. That's just an initial thought I had Uh, I'm not sure if that'll actually happen, but just a a worry that got sparked by Connor's comments
0: Yeah, that's that's probably one of my biggest fears right now that they're gonna try to blend seriousness with campiness And it's just not gonna fully work out
1: I'll say um, Devin brought up an excellent point about the uh, Michael Douglas narration I mean, that's what threw a wet blanket on the whole trailer for me it's just that felt really out of place but also some of i guess Rudd's only delivery of the huh and then is it too late to change the name those felt really awkward and mm-hmm. kind of forced
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but yeah it, it just wasn't it wasn't a great i mean yes the footage looked good it looked okay but it's just the trailer just wasn't Constructed, yeah, didn't cut it for me. And I'll yeah. say the same thing about the Age of Ultron trailer. I mean, after hearing the 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 dialogue, the audio from Comic Con, the leaked dialogue, that sounded a lot better than what we got. And I think it's I because look, they cut down so much of Ultron's lines from the from the party scene, talking about you know, you yeah. killers. You I want have to save to... but you don't want to you don't want to see it change. Yeah. All that stuff was I gone. D-
2: yeah, I have to agree with that. I think that's one of the reasons I much prefer the extended trailer of the Age of Ultron trailer because it gave because they included some of those lines and gave greater insight into Ultron's character, and I really appreciated that. That's just me, but yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: James Spader man, his voice. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh he's perfect. I, I have no wait. doubt
2: that Ultron's probably going to be the best villain we've got in from the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh,
2: uh, granted, that's not saying much, but I imagine he will be pretty <laughs> good for the most part. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, the only really good ones have probably been Loki and the Winter Soldier otherwise. I would have to yeah. agree as well with you. Yes. Yeah. Well, Connor, I mean, Ronan... Know. I mean, I liked Ronan because he was so over-the-top and entertaining, and Lee Pace gave a really intense performance, but he had real no real personality
1: or character beyond being evil.
0: Taking the words right out of my mouth. Right.
1: Yeah. But yeah. well, back to the trailer, Connor did mention uh, a change of music, and that's... that sort of brings us to the fan edit trailer, which did sort of change up the the score of the trailer um so Devin, why don't we start with you this time what did you think of the fan edit did that change of music or that recut really help well, i mean you already said that you know it didn't but why don't you go in depth and give us some more insight onto into why it didn't really work for you
2: i think that it really didn't work well with the footage that was being presented like their shots of him like changing like changing size and uh, writing on the ant and like more serious scenes and the comedic music just didn't really gel yeah. well with that. I think it did make the Rudd's delivery of the line "Is it too late to change the name?" come off better, but other than that, I didn't really like it.
1: Yeah, they tried I think what they tried to do with this is give it a Guardians of the Galaxy treatment, yeah. where you start off as serious, but then you just jump right into you know um, hooked on a feeling, yeah. um, like they did in Guardians, but. I mean, they they did not use, for those who haven't seen it, they did not use Hooked on a Feeling for the re-edit. I don't even know what they used. Um, it's just it a was little sleep, instrumental so. like, beat they found on a royalty-free website. Um, Connor, yeah. uh, your thoughts on the fan edit?
0: Um, it wasn't perfect, but I understood what they were trying to say. They were trying to say, imagine if the Marvel official trailer um, tried to show the character's campiness more. I mean, I didn't particularly like the music they played, but it was upbeat and kind of funny. It actually reminded me of of quite possibly what a trailer of the film would have looked like if Edgar Wright was still on. I mean, you had the tongue-in-cheek. I don't know, just the upbeat, funny music playing in the background when Paul Rudd was saying those lines, it felt less awkward. It was still awkward, but it felt less awkward with the, you know, upbeat, campy music in the background. I don't know. Hopefully, Marvel get. uh, Maybe this is just going to be like Iron Man three. You know how like like two of the three Iron Man three trailers were kind of serious, not dark, but they were serious, much more serious than the past two films. And then when you saw the film, it was still you know the classic Tony Stark humor. So who knows? Maybe maybe Ant Man's going to be a lot less serious than than the first trailer would have us believe. Mm.
2: Yeah. Can can I go into one? One more thing, it's not really related sure. to the trailer, but it's a concern I have about the movie. I admit I'm not terribly familiar with the Ant-Man character from the comics, because I mostly just know him from the Avengers series, but um, Scott Lang, uh, I, based on what I know about him, he doesn't seem like a very interesting character to me. He just seems kind of like a bland, uh, radi- like uh, started as a kind of an evil guy and then became a good guy to me, and I don't know, I'm that's kind of my worry about it. That was a worry I had when it when Paul Rudd was cast as him, placing him as the protagonist of the film rather than Hank Pym. Uh, that was a word for me. Because in the Avengers vs. Mindy series cartoon series, I actually very much enjoyed Hank Pym and found him to be an interesting character. But uh, there's one thing, uh, another thing. Um, generally, one the probably the most interesting thing about the Ant-Man character is, is his guilt over creating Ultron. And it seems like they're transferring that onto tony stark in the mcu mm-hmm. and that kind of strips the character away from his most interesting attribute i mean we might see well see that aspect of the character portrayed well with stark but it kind of leaves ant-man dry if you get what i'm saying
1: yes yeah um yeah scott it, what do I, I have a friend who um who's a huge fan of ant-man oh um, really um, yeah he, i didn't know this existed he cosplays as ant-man at uh, at comic conventions here in the DC area. <laughs> and um the first time I met him it was actually at the first at the inaugural Awesome Con um a couple of years ago and he oh. he cosplayed as uh, as ant-man and he was telling me about several um several of the people who have been ant-man including um a shield agent um, Oh, uh Eric O'Grady. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, you know, well, had had the events of the Winter Soldier not happen, um, where S.H.I.E.L.D. is destroyed, I mean, Erika Grady could have been a, and I think Paul Rudd could have been a great Erika Grady, just based on the character, but I mean, I think Erika Grady's turn as Ant-Man might have been a bit too adult. Yeah, for... I've got
2: that, yeah, I've got that implication. Uh, I think he's, I really haven't read anything with him, but I've heard he's kind of a darker character, so I'm not sure that would have for the tone where yeah. I was going. Uh, there's one interesting thing. Uh, have you guys seen the concept of the yellow jacket, the villain for this film? Yes. Uh, his costume actually rese- basically resembles a black and yellow version of Eric O'Grady's costume from the comics. I just thought that was an
1: interesting bit of trivia I bring up. Well, I did not know that. I, I, I had uh,
2: no idea. About- yeah, it's got, it's got those mechanical arms. Things. Oh, okay.
1: Oh yeah. That's interesting. So maybe... Um, this Darren Cross is an amalgamation of the uh, Eric O'Grady character and yeah, and Darren Cross.
2: Yeah, because
1: I've looked up. Cause I've looked up. Uh, uh,
2: when I I had no idea who Darren Cross was when it was announced, so I looked him up, and basically he was this one-issue villain who was basically just a corporate executive who basically got turned into a pink Hulk. Yeah, that's. Oh wow, a pink Hulk basically the best description I can give. And then he died at the end of the first issue, so they using him. for, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I go into one? Sure, go ahead. I think, uh, because it's a kind of attached to the comic, the costume thing, probably the most optimistic, the best thing I've seen about this movie is the costumes. I think they've actually been handled very well. I like the way Ant-Man's um, helmet looks, and the, I think the... Actual suit is a nice blend of red and black, so I think the costumes are probably the best thing about the movie for me so far. Just thought I'd mention that.
1: I actually don't like the costume. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't... The the helmet, I I don't think I like... I don't like the helmet.
0: Well, when I saw the first picture of Paul Rudd in the costume on uh, Entertainment Weekly's magazine, I tweeted this out and said that I thought Paul Rudd kind of looked out of place in the costume.
2: Yeah, I kind of thought that too. Uh, Seeing him without the helmet
1: off, I... Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll, see. we'll see. This is this is going to be interesting. This film's definitely going to be interesting.
1: Yes. Well, let's move on here to uh, to the next bit I want to talk about. Uh, last week, I spent uh, some time in a small town. Well, this is not really small. Um, well, a city in Missouri called Columbia. It's a college town, which is home to the University of Missouri, Columbia, which is where... Uh, Michael Sam the first gay NFL player uh, is an alumni mm. uh, I was out there helping a friend move into an apartment he's applying to graduate school um, to go to the University of Missouri he just finished undergrad there I guess he liked it so much he's going back uh, so I spent the week out there and on the way back uh, home I had to spend a few hours in the morning at the airport This I, I guess it was like 2.30 in the morning so I was sitting there and uh Bored with nothing to do with my, my, my flight wasn't until 7:15. So I decided to pull up Reddit and I, I, I'm new to Reddit. I don't I still don't really understand the site. I mean I', I I've had I've had some success with posting and interacting with people. but um, one of my favorite subreddits it's just a subreddit is like a subsection of the website um, a little uh, a different page I, I guess you will call it. Um, It's called Today I Fucked Up, and basically on that page, on that subreddit, people post stories um, about where they've done incredibly stupid things. Um, Some of it's really funny, some of it's actually quite sad, Um, some of it's really sexual and not safe for work, but I have read a particular story that... I had to really stifle my laughter because it was so funny. I guess it was because I was really tired and it was really early in the morning. Um, And I want to share that with you all now. Connor, are you there? I am. Connor, I shared this story with you. Before I read it, what did you think of it?
0: which one are you talking about again
1: the one uh today i fucked up by letting my roommates pet free into the wild
0: oh gosh
1: Um, mm. okay so this is it today i fucked up by letting my roommate's pet free into the wild i had this roomie about a year ago i'll call her shannon shannon was the type of person to start sobbing and get her wallet out during those sarah mclaughlin animal cruelty commercials (laughs) 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 she was even going to school to be a veterinarian really had this abnormal love for animals don't get me wrong i love animals too but she had even said multiple times that she had cared if animals got hurt more than if humans did one day shannon brought home an enormous hideous white cage and a new housemate a sugar glider named fred now i can put up with a lot of things but clutter is not one of them i'm an interior decorator and i'm pretty particular about how my house looks So right off the bat, I do not like the idea of this noisy and stinky addition. Well, what's done is done, so I just decide to deal with it. A few weeks later, Shannon goes on a vacation for a few days. I'm left alone with this beast and agree to take care of it. I realize I can be an asshole sometimes, so I decide... Who's typing?
2: Oh, Sorry, that was me. I'm looking up what a sugar glider looks like.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I realize I can be an asshole sometimes, so I decided to make friends with the little devil and try to enjoy it. One night, after a few too many drinks, I decide we are best friends. Shannon has one of those plastic gerbil bubbles that you can put it in and let it roll around the house. So I muster up the courage and put that shrieking rat into the freedom bubble. I think, hey, this poor little guy would probably have a blast outside in the grass. Nature and shit. So I take him (laughs) outside and let him bounce around a bit. I was right. He loved it. So much so that he moved that bubble faster than my drunken reflexes could keep up with. Before I knew it, he is bouncing down the sidewalk at 1,500 miles an hour. I panic. I'm horrified because in my slug brain, I realize what is about to happen. The bubble collides with the curb, and the top pops off. Fred makes a high-pitched noise, which I'm pretty sure translates to, I'M FREE, MOTHERFUCKER! and disappears (laughs) into the bushes in a fraction of a second. I panic and I frantically start searching for the thing, even though deep down I know it all is lost. I knock on every neighbor's door, feeling like I have to do something, and ask, have you seen a little rat-like animal with beady black eyes running around? I know, embarrassing. They just stared at me like I was a bit mental, and I don't blame them. After a while, I finally gave up. The whiskey won, and I went to bed. For the next few days, I put food out hoping that it would come back, but it never did. Shannon came home and I had to fess up. I'm pretty sure she didn't believe me and thought I was, that I just let it go on purpose, knowing that I wasn't too keen on having it around. I really did feel bad, though. She cried for weeks as if there were a death in the family. It ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back, as we didn't really get along anyway. We are no longer friends, and I will never have a roommate again. This was a year ago, and I still live in the same neighborhood. Sometimes when I'm out for a smoke, I look up at the trees and wonder if Fred is out there somewhere making a life of his own. (laughs) Even though I know better, because it gets well below zero in the winter where I live. Rest in peace, Fred. BFF for a night. Yeah, I lost my shit reading that. And... (laughs) I had to hold the laughter in because I didn't, I didn't want to look like a crazy person just laughing really loud in the airport. Um, yeah. So stuff like that just really like just gets me going, especially the part where like the thing made a high-pitched squeal. I just imagine that thing just like hitting the curb, the top popping off, and the little like monster just going ah! and as it ran into the bushes. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. So would you two like to know what a sugar layer looks like? I'm well aware. Oh yeah, huh. they're really cute though.
0: Mm. I'm looking it up right now. They're,
2: they're fit. They're, mm. I could best describe it as like some unholy mix Ew. of
1: a squirrel, a rat, and <laughs> disgusting, unholy mix. What the hell is
0: that? <laughs> it's a little. It's the a little eyes eye. are like staring into the the face of Satan itself. I know, oh, Lord. <laughs> I really want one.
1: They're, are, they're flying. That is squirrels. terrifying. Down at my grandparents' house, my grandfather has this uh, this this bird house made out of like um, pine tree and he has it uh, hooked up in an evergreen. And one day we were down there uh, last fall and he's like, okay, so you, you see that bird uh, house up there? There's a, a flying squirrel living it. I'm like, no way. He went and got a stick and like tapped on the bottom of it. And sure enough, the little beady-eyed motherfucker stuck his little head out wondering what the fuck was going on. And, uh, and I think we actually saw it like fly out, like leap out and like glide across to another tree or something like that. Really cool little animals. I really, really want one. But apparently they smell bad.
2: Mm.
1: And they piss all over the place.
2: Yeah, that's kind of a deal breaker.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have a, f- a friend who has a, a chinchilla for a pet. Its name is Capri. And apparently mm. um, Capri likes raisins, but you can't give... Capri, too many reasons, or else she'll get diabetes. Um, and she also spontaneously will pee on you. Like she'll sit up on her hind legs and just spray piss at you for no <laughs> apparent reason. So, anyway. Anyway. Um, on to the next thing. That was uh, an entry from Reddit's Today I Fucked Up. You can find that and a bunch of other really funny stories at <clears throat> www.reddit.com slash r slash tifu okay uh guys a couple of years ago i was i don't know how i found this uh i was on youtube uh just tooling around watching random viral videos i think i might have gotten to it by looking at old man strutting that ass have you guys seen that video i don't believe i have yes yeah, it's, just, it's just an old guy an old drunkard down in like Louisiana or Alabama or Georgia one of those southern states and this guy is this news crew is on the side of the road Prepping for a story and the guy just walks him. He's like, you know, uh, why don't you walk to Gunnersville and talking about uh, Bill Clinton driving Mercedes-Benz and all this stuff and but the, the highlight of the of the video is just when he when he's uh, uh, just randomly starts dancing about um, you just keep strutting that ass, strutting that ass, strutting that ass. and he he's hopping down the street as he as he's saying this and the newscast is just losing his shit and it's the funniest thing ever. The guys who did um, the bed Intruder song remixed the video so he's singing a song now. it's really great. looked it up on your own time uh, but what I'm go, what I'm getting at is I found this guy uh, who was under the impression that Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and the United States government were all in cahoots to fuck with it with with uh, to fuck with his life. And he always <laughs> mentioned this NSA slash FBI slash CIA agent by the name of Virginia Nubon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that last name again? Virginia Nubon. Nubon. Newbon. Newbon. <laughs> Newbon all right. Yeah. All right. Um and I was just captivated by because he chronicled his life on YouTube over three YouTube channels. He was a homeless guy. So, and he had some mental problems. It was really funny, but at the same time, it was really sad. And I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't help but laugh, but you know, the videos, they're crazy. He's in stores, like in grocery stores, harassing, um, managers and clerks trying to get refunds. They call the police on him. Um, he'll, he'll be in Walmart and say, and he'll say to the camera, "Okay, you see all these white shirts? These are all planted here by the NSA and Virginia Newbon using her billionaire money power to to make me think that uh, she's controlling my life. And she can't do that. She's abusing her power. Apparently, she, he wrote a letter to the the state senator, or something about all about Virginia Newborn and her um, abusing her power." And then there's also a part where he believes that the band Rush is involved in uh child kidnappings across the country.
0: What? Yes. What?
1: Yeah. I love that band. Yeah, so he lived in Colorado. Um he's dead now. He died. Um Oh. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's sad.
1: Yes, it is. Um <laughs> But he he always posts on forums. Um I think this is one of his posts here. Um is this it? He's self-propping, self-patronizing, really gaining power over people. He's he uses a lot of like secret code words and stuff like that to describe what, what's going on. Uh he mentions um that Virginia Newborn and Rush practice witchcraft. <laughs> I'll actually, I've got the, I've got the letter he wrote. Here, here it is. Okay, so uh, FBI agents sent by Neil Pert. I guess he's the lead singer of Rush, and NSA agent Virginia Newbon performing black ops on me and stealing my bike. Okay, dear senators and Nevada bar members, as you may have already guessed, it's me, Colin Zahn, checking in again. I am being unfairly harassed and targeted by FBI agents and other secret operatives every day. These agents are hired by NSA agent and billionaire Virginia Newbon to perform black ops on me at every establishment I visit. Because of her position she has extensive power and control over almost everything. Virginia Newbon and the FBI are literally children and find it fun to harass me and purposefully Hack up purposely have me kicked out of my favorite restaurants and stores mm-hmm. because of Virginia Newbon, every place I visit is staffed with her FBI agents. The most recent incident happened yesterday at the gas station shell, if that matters earlier in the day, Virginia New hired an FBI agent to deflate the air in my tires when I wasn't looking. So I'd have to fill them up again at the gas station, which coincidentally she somehow owns. I kept putting my quarters in the machine, but nothing was happening. When I went inside to talk to the clerk about the air pump, he purposefully dodged questions. I asked him if he was sent here by NSA agent Virginia Newbon to steal my bike, and he said no, but I know he is lying because he is an of FBI agent sent to commit black ops on me. He kicked me out of the store for harassing him and staring at his groin but i'm sure the real reason was because i was about to expose him as an illegal fbi agent which is ridiculous because everyone else inside the gas station was an fbi agent too (laughs) so when i went to get my stuff and leave i noticed my bike was gone my bike had been stolen this only confirmed what i already knew that NSA Virginia Newbon sent FBI agents to the shell station to distract me and steal my bicycle. I have reason to suspect that I'm the target of some sick conspiracy led by Virginia Newbon, NSA agent and billionaire, to have every bike I own stolen or taken away from me. Virginia Newbon is a sick individual, and so are all her FBI cronies. This is literally what they do for fun. Concentrate all their time and effort into harassing me. I want this to end, and I want it dealt with immediately. Thank you. Colin on.
2: Okay, two things. Uh, one are NSA agents usually billionaires? No. No. Yeah, exactly. No. And uh, why would the, why would the NSA agent be working with the FBI agents?
1: I have no I have no clue. Um, well, they're all, you know, secret, you know, intelligence agencies. Yeah. Um but what's most what's most troubling about his theory is the Steven Spielberg George Lucas connection. Which he has a post here on a news group archive. I've, I pulled up. Um, he posts under the under the username of Liberator. Um, mm. and he says here, Virginia Newborn had me assaulted again. In parentheses, <laughs> Spielberg's programming of her. So apparently, Virginia Newborn, NSA agent and billionaire, is a, is a, is a, a sleeper agent programmed by Steven Spielberg. How that ha- I, I have no clue. So, <laughs> here's what he has to say. Steven Spielberg is going to have to strip Virginia Newborn of all government credentials credentials and power and see that I am compensated for crimes committed against me, such as today by her hiring kids to throw rocks at me when I was sleeping. Now, he made a video about that. Um, and, and you, <laughs> I, I feel so
0: bad for laughing, but holy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, he made a video. He, he lived by the train tracks and apparently that's you know i guess it's against the law for homeless people to make homes by the train tracks because it's dangerous and uh he had said that some kids had come by and were throwing rocks at him and like stole his bike i think that's i don't remember exactly i mean these are all it's all blurring together um mm. but let me continue so um so the kids were threw rocks at me while i was sleeping two of which hit me spielberg doesn't seem to understand or get it yet there is going to be no chicago there is going to be no Marquezon and Steve Spielberg, no Columbia Studios, no George Lucas and Marquezon until Spielberg neutralizes the cu- the weapons he created. Virginia Newbon to change me according to his self-crafted illusion, such as I was a mass murderer or I'm too angry inside. These are misnomers out of Spielberg being tooled by females or a female that practices witchcraft. <laughs> spielberg's game has been to spielberg's game has to make has been to make people crave the constitution of the usa by taking it away so he and george lucas out of not being able to provide any progressive curriculum of life decided to make people worship the past by taking away the constitution of the usa by staging the terrorism and using jews to do it wow I have to I have no intention of rewarding Spielberg with my presence or association. I can get Clint Eastwood and Elvis Presley slash Tina Sinatra group to provide entertainment of avenues for a career. And that's going to be Spielberg's downfall unless he dismantles the monster he created and has done harmed me time and time again. Virginia, what is he talking Virginia about? Newborn. I have no
0: clue. <laughs>
2: I've just stopped uh, trying to track it at this point. I'm just listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Steven Spielberg apparently created a monster, a weapon. Um, what else? What else am I missing here?
1: Uh, and he also practices witchcraft? I, witchcraft. You know, I don't know. Um, he finishes up. Um, so he wants him to dismantle Virginia Newbon, who is a billionaire and NSA agent. Apparently she's also a cyborg now. Um, But as we can see, out of inhibition, lack of know-how, instead of coming up with progressive means, they play a childish game, quote-unquote, take away the Constitution by staging terrorism and making the USA seem like a dictatorship, and doing this claiming this was Hitler's horrid treachery. Funny, all Germans want nationalist socialism today. Thus another misnomer by Spielberg slash Lucas. How does does Spielberg and Lucas fit into this? I guess he's just like obsessed with movies or something. I think,
2: based on his other insanity, I'm guessing he may have taken the Anna Jones series a little too seriously, just a oh, little bit. Yes, yeah.
1: This, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. That's how Hitler fits into this in Germans. And it's the just...
2: witchcraft part. Oh this yes, for, this for, and uh, maybe for the Virginia Newborn is from Kate Blanchett in the, un, in the fourth film, which shall not be named, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That was a good movie. Really. I liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, I think... Um, I, I, I'm get, let's not get into it.
1: <laughs> oh, here's another post. He goes into detail on the rock-throwing incident. This should be, this should be good. <clears throat> okay. And this is the last one I'll read, and then we can wrap up the show. Okay. Virginia Newborn hired kids to come and throw rocks at me when I was sleeping. Two rocks hit me, and one broke my Arizona tea container. This was done to make me want to get out of where I'm set up to sleep. Virginia new Bond, by using NSA surveillance and multi-million dollar resources hired these kids to do this and hired store clerks. She owns the stores to wait for the kids to run into their store after I chased them of which to stop me from beating them. Oh, he's going to do up! But I knew it was done by Virginia new Bond, and I was surprised that she literally is defunct at understanding that I would know this. She wanted me to call the police and I didn't, I, and I didn't so too. Uh, So two police cars were waiting by my sleeping area, pretending to be on break, not ten minutes after this happened. These police officers were staffed on Westminster uh, Police Department by Virginia Newborn, using the NSA to put them on staff. This sad child in a woman's body thinks I'm plagued with darkness and demons that she is clearing up by having me assaulted. My mother, I'm told, is set up on her computer to watch these events by the surveillance as they take place, and my mother denies being associated, all the while she watches. I am glad to say I will not get off the street. I will not take a job, and I will not associate with any of Rush slash Virginia newborn persons, the many thousands that are dispatched daily to connect to me. I was just at King Scooper King Supers. That's the store that he always go, that that he always messes with. He, he, he likes to buy things and then take them back to get like money. Um, apparently they give us like ten dollar return to something. I don't know. He's a homeless guy. And he's a nutcase.
2: How would he have the money to buy them in the first place? Well, from he's...
1: begging. Yeah, but what's the point of buying them? Oh, but, than... but also, but also, he says he gets money from his mother. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, apparently he can go home. I don't know why he chooses to live on the street. And this apparently...
0: poor, poor, poor man. Well, he's mentally ill. and dead. that's why he he's also refuses dead to go home. He, he, is, he has passed away. Everyone, bow your heads down. Hold your hands together and pray. Pray for this man.
1: Let's. But he practices witchcraft, as he says here. I was just at King Super's, and she had a witch stalking me to try to decide my truths by doing a psychic reading, of which to then decide how my truths should be dictated to me via the NSA and the people on staff and paid to engage me. Uh, Who's Dick Strong? Apparently, he has to clean up the mess called Rush and Virginia Newbomb before I have any association with him or Stephanie. Who's Stephanie? See, as. as you just dig deeper and deeper, he has three YouTube channels de- dedicated to this. Three of them, and I, su- I subscribed to them all the other night <laughs> because I want to go back and read and watch all the – It was it's really entertaining. Just it's just amazing to me how he hasn't been how he wasn't ever arrested because he would Wait, he wasn't no really uh, I, I mean I guess I'm i guess the, the, the the clerks, the store clerks knew he was mentally challenged. Like they threatened to call the police for being that.
0: mentally challenged. This guy had a great vocabulary. Yes,
1: yes, um, and to operate a YouTube account. Yeah, like Yeah, three of them, three of them. All all homeless. Yes. Yeah. I mean, where did he get the camera?
0: It, it's wow. Mm. Yeah. We'll never Good know. It's man. going to be the
1: mystery.
2: Yeah. One of life's great mysteries. Yes. Yeah.
1: But um if you want to uh you know check out his um his channels, they are the first one is Legal Zahn, That's L E G A L Z A H N, No Spaces. Um X Liberator X and then just Zahn. Um the Zahn account um has movies that were made at Apple stores, so he's literally in the Apple store talking to an iMac and spouting all this crazy shit. Um, and I think this is actually where he talks about the kids who threw the rocks at him. He's got um, oh no no, he was hit by a car apparently. Oh, uh, but his third video it, it's titled Frank Sinatra. <laughs> not- <laughs> he was hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but his third video is called Frank Sinatra is Alive and is a Relative of Mine. So make of that what you want. Immortals uh, are my family members. I want to watch this video. I, I need to watch this video. <laughs> Immortals are my family members but left me out of the loop. This was all made in an Apple store um, three years ago. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, but this you can find him on YouTube uh, or even just do a Google search – um of uh Virginia Nubon. It's Virginia as you spell the state, but Nubon is N E W B O N. Newbon. Nubon. And you'll mm. and it'll just all the results will come up. There's a whole forum dedicated to the band Rush and they talk about uh this Zon guy and another woman who apparently actually went to a Rush show to try to kill the band because she thought they were involved in some sort of conspiracy theory people are sick man uh but that does it for another episode of uh cut to a reality internet radio show thank you Devin, for joining us tonight it's been my pleasure hope you'll have me again oh we will we will and connor uh thank you for being on as always you are a wonderful co-host you're welcome and friend yes i respect you
0: you're everything i'm your everything
1: What's, how's the video go, Connor? The one from uh, Eric, Bill, Ted, what's, what is it? Ted, Ted and Eric, Bill and Eric. Uh, Bill Warren? and, Bill and Ted's excellent. At no, 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 no. It's the guys on, uh, on Adult Swim. They had that show. Why what are else? you bringing, why are you making me, like, I, look, I don't I, know so if You I said I it was a favorite clip of yours.
0: Well, didn't, didn't you favor it or something on I don't remember.
1: Whatever, the, I don't remember the fuck.
0: Oh, story. I found it, I found it.
1: that's it that's it (laughs) okay yes great alright so that does it Uh, have a good night have a great weekend we'll see you next week with another new episode of cut to a reality internet radio show goodbye goodbye